Welcome to Let's Play an Interesting RPG, a podcast in which a role-playing group tries a different RPG system every week. In this session, we play a game of Savage Mars, using the Savage Worlds rules in John Carter's Mars. Alright, so like I mentioned before, um... I'm going to be running this very improv. Just going to throw you at things, see what happens, and we will move on from there. I have some plot ideas running around, but we'll just hit the ground running and go. It's one of the nice things about a one-shot is that there's not going to be a huge plot because we won't have time to get to it anyway. So that is the plan. So if you all would real quick do another quick summary of your characters so I can remember what the heck I'm looking at. Um, Brian, you want to get started? Okay. Kalyon. <coughs> uh, mm-hmm. He's from the Kalor uh, province, and he is a explorer scientist. And would you do you want any of the other stuff about him? Um, if you he's could a, run down his attributes real quick. He's a, a red Martian. His mm-hmm. attributes are, uh, he has a d6 in agility, d8 in smarts, d6 in spirit, d6 in strength, and a d4 in vigor. Okay, interesting. Makes sense. Cool. Um, Sophie, you want to go next? I am playing Thali Raika Umchaba of the Whispering Stone Clan. Um, most people stop at Thali, um, a green Martian. Uh, we are one of the clans that was uh, uh, used to be an ally of uh, the, the the clan that is now uh, commanded by the so-called Red King, which is a, a one of the red Martians that uh, managed to. Uh, uh oh, lost Sophie there real quick. Uh, while she's reconnecting, uh, Ed, do you want to uh, throw in your character real quick? Sure. I am Thol Malian. I am a Red Martian noble. I am the son of, uh, of King Malian, uh, and, uh, which is not as impressive as it sounds because uh, we elect our kings where we come from. <laughs> um, I am primarily a talky character. I can talk the ear off almost anything. Um, my stats are Agility D6, Smarts D6, Spirit D8, Strength D6, Vigor D6. Um, and my big goals are to unite Mars and bring about a new and peaceful culture. Like that's going to happen in one game, sure. <laughs> we'll see how far we can get. Um, uh, Sophie, go ahead and continue where you were uh, there. Uh, the important thing about Tali is that uh, after her clan was uh, was destroyed by the clan of the, the Red King, uh, she was one of the guardians of uh, the, the eggs there, and she would have died with the rest of her tribe, but uh, she was entrusted with a very special egg, mm. and uh, th- that must be protected and uh, to, uh, allowed to hatch, and, and uh, that little green Martian must be allowed to grow up into a big, strong green Martian. So nice. I am carrying around this egg, and, and, and that's what I do is protect it. I don't care about Mars. I don't care about anybody else. I'm the, uh, I would be the reluctant hero if we, uh, if we manage to get this far. But uh, the one that will be, uh, you know, talked uh, eloquently by one of the talky uh, diplomatic <laughs> characters into, into helping. Gotcha. 
Okay, that works. And um, we all meet in a bar. <laughs> a sandbar, presumably. Oh. Of course. Where they serve sand. Hmm. No. Um, actually, I think the way I want to run this is to have... Uh, let's see here. Um, I think both Thol and Kalyon work for the king of Kalyon, which I don't remember who that was. Let me get that name right. Kalyon, my wayward son? <laughs> um, of Kalor, I mean, sorry. Um, King Malion, yeah, there we go. Yeah, dad! Exactly. Oh, so he's your I dad. Think, <laughs> so I think actually the way he's, the way they're gonna, we're gonna run this is that, um, Malion wants, um, hmm, what if Kalion Oh, what if I was his brother? I like it. Yeah, so... Yeah. All right, so what, what's his character's name? <laughs> Thul? Am I getting that right? Thul, yes. Thul. Okay. So he's not the Thul hair anymore. Oh. oh. Sorry, Edmund has to put up with this all the time. <laughs> hey, and damn. Oh, we can go there. Okay, so uh, I'm the king's namesake, but... My brother is the one who will inherit. Nice. Well, we don't actually inherit, but that's fine. Well, that's right because they're they're elected. Mm-hmm. Yes. But but, uh, I'm who, but I'm the one who gets the money. <laughs> yeah, you could very easily be the you know the, uh, just the, the the son of the family that will carry on. Yeah, I, I put down an edge of rich, but uh, mm-hmm. I would just assume that. I'm currently funded as an explorer, and if yes. I discover something, then I'll get to keep it. But if well, I don't, then it'll all be taken away. Yeah. So here's how I think that we're, we're going to run this, um, is that King Malion is going to call Kalion into his um, huge uh, chamber where he, he, he brings everyone in, and... Malion is definitely one of these guys where he likes being the king. So it's good to be the king. <laughs> it's good to be the king. It's good to be the king. <laughs> so he's going to call you and say, Galion, my boy. Bad. My sugar. He's going to call you in and say, look, I know you go out on the adventures. You go out. You risk your neck, whatever. That's fine. But you know, your brother Thor, he's got, he needs some experience. He's always in his room. He's always in the books. Always just, you know, he's not really the guy. I'm a little worried. So I want you to take him out, do a little exploring, do a little adventuring, you know, Show him the ropes of the world, and just get a little backbone in him, you know? Do I have to? You have to. Oh, he's such a thorn in my side. You know he doesn't want to do anything. It'll be good for you. It'll be good for the both of you. Do your mother a favor. You know. But he, but he, he never studies, and he stumbles over everything. 
that's the whole point. You take him out, you know, you give him a little bit of experience, and yeah, he'll get better. Can I leave him to die in the desert this time? No, you cannot leave him to die in the desert this time. Uh, Do you know the paperwork that we had to file? You have to tell him he can't break my things. I will tell him he cannot break your things. I have sensitive, very sensitive instruments. You know, I'm trying to, to learn stuff so our society can go on. While these other promises die off, I'm trying to keep... Kalor strong, mighty am- among, among the Martians. And I appreciate that. That's actually what I want you to help with. So I got a little problem. Worse There's than my this- brother. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Family, what you gonna do? There's this town out in... There's this town out, not in my notes. Somewhere on Mars. There's this town somewhere on Mars. Would be a good, uh, let's see here. Town called Xenophar. We haven't heard from it in a while. Exactly what it is, but you're an explorer. Exactly. You know, it's, it's, it's out, it's on the edge of the country, you know, we don't get a lot of in and out. I need you to go out there, see what's going on. Take your brother, give him a little bit of, you know, sand in his shoe. Do what you can. Come back safe. So, you know, what are you going to give me for taking my brother on this uh, adventure. I mean, surely it's got to be, you know, worth you maybe funding my next expedition, or... Where are you going this time? Come on! We give you your allowance. That should be enough. Come on! How about some resources for this journey? You know, we're going to go out there and fight everybody off with our bare hands again, or... Okay, tell you what I'll do. I'll send a couple of guys along. I got some good muscle, can go along with you. In case anything goes south, they'll be fine. Okay, are they going to leave my gadgets alone this time? Are they just going to abandon them because they say they're too heavy? I'll make sure to tell them to... To do it, it's fine. You know, we need to get him out of the palace anyway. Okay. Don't worry, you little head. All right. Okay. Um, he so now he's gonna call Thule in, and so you walk into this giant room. Um, what do you look like, by the way? What, what does Thule look like? Um, let's see. Oh, first I better turn my mic back on. <laughs> okay, there we go. Um, well, I look like a fairly, I look very average, uh, red Martian, except that I'm very handsome. Okay, fair enough. Um, so he's gonna call you in, and your brother is there, and he's gonna just, 
pull you in and say, So, my boy. Yes, father. I got something for you to do. Excellent, father. Yeah, I know. So, I need you to go out with your brother. We got some very important diplomatic mission for you. You'll love this. So okay. We got this town. What did I call it? Zenifar. Way out there, and I should probably write that down. Um, way out there on the outskirts. Haven't heard from it in days. Afraid something's going wrong. You go out there, you use that thing you do. Charm, sir. Say what? Charm, sir. Charm. Yeah, yeah, the charm. You use that and make sure nothing's going wrong and your brother will make sure nothing happens. Everything's fine. He won't steal my water this, he won't steal my water this time. So, I'm sorry, um, Kalyon, don't steal your brother's water. You won't put poisonous scorpions in my underwear? Don't put poisonous scorpions in his underwear again. No promises. uh, Oh well. You told me to do it, Father, so I will do it. That's what I like about you. Alright. And we'll have to find, and I actually have a way of pulling in... So what do you think Dolly does? Well, I was picturing her at this point wandering through the desert trying to keep the egg safe, trying to, you know, in uh, I, I uh, started out at least in the ruins. If you want to go towards the ruins, then I'm still there. If not, maybe I've wandered uh, far afield to keep uh, out of the path of uh, enemy clans. Perfect. So you can put me down wherever, whichever location is convenient to you. Exactly what I was thinking. Cool. All right. So, so this egg that she has—it's—it's it's not hatched in, in the time that it should have. No, it's—it's it's not a question of time. It's not—it wasn't its time yet. We don't like to talk about it. <laughs> okay. All right. So the two of you head out. There are three soldiers sent along with you. Uh, Larry, Curly, and Mo. Oh gosh. And they are not the brightest, but they certainly do follow orders decently enough. Um, and uh, you know, you all head out into the rough direction of the town that you're looking for, and it's it's a, it's a bit of travel. You know, you're gonna have to spend. Probably two days to get out there. Uh, and you got plenty of provisions. But it... Mm, it's a ways out. And as you're heading through now, of course, Kalyon knows where to go and how to do the right thing. And as... Um, and uh, As the first evening comes near, you realize that you're close to some old ruins. Or some ruins, rather. And you decide to sort of head in that direction and uh, spend the night. Now, the ruins uh, you were in, or that that, that Dolly was in, in um, can you describe them a bit? How, how did you imagine them? 
Well, it's, you know, the, those mysterious locations where some, some great civilization once lived, and nowadays it's uh, our clan uh, does not know much about the ruins, but that's where we were uh, holding like our coming-of-age ceremonies and other important uh, events where uh, we marked time. And so we had secret locations in the ruins, which is why I could hide there. The the, the other clans didn't know about them. Um, they're they're dark and foreboding, of course, mm-hmm. and it's very hard to figure out what any of this used to serve. Was it the, was it just a public bath, or was it uh, some some grand palace with the, with the uh, of formerly uh, waterworks. Uh, you can tell there was water here at one point, and every once in a while you find a trickle left, but mm-hmm. most of it is gone, of course. Gotcha. So, perfect. So, you guys are heading towards that very ruin when Calion, and you don't even need to roll for this, you can tell there's someone there. There's someone kind of hiding in the ruins. What are you doing? Oh, 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 I shoot them and I kill them right at the beginning of the game. <laughs> it's a gazebo. <laughs> um. Not anymore. That baby just took 72 points of fireball damage. <laughs> so how does Kalyan react to seeing sort of a, a shadow in the, in, in the corner there? of this big foreboding ruin? Well, uh, I'm not afraid because I don't, you know, hear any, I don't hear any uh, machinery going and Mm -hmm. it doesn't sound like uh, a big bunch of people. Nope. And so I'll just kind of call out, uh, hello, is anybody there? Echo, echo, echo. (laughs) We mean you no harm. We're harm, harm, harm. Just investigating science. <laughs> yeah, if you only knew how much I like red Martians right now. <laughs> Ooh, indeed. Actually, I resisted taking uh, a, a xenophobia or so, anything <laughs> like that. But, you know, color-wise, I really don't like them very much just right these days. So that works. We'll make it work. So I stay in the shadows and I observe them, planning on, you know, there's there's a what the total of five of them. Mm-hmm. So probably I shouldn't do anything hasty, but they might just may not make it through the night. Yeah. Now you can certainly tell that these are nobles. They have very nice clothing. What little clothing anyone has on Mars. And um, uh, you can also tell from how uh, particularly Kalyon is is directing things that they obviously know what they're doing to some extent. The other four look much less so, like they know what they're doing. But you can tell, you know, uh, you, you're certainly correct in that you you don't want to you know jump them or anything. Their weapons look. Not only expensive but effective, so you know definitely i think I think that's wise now are you thinking of just kind of staying far enough back to make sure that they're not going to do anything but otherwise stay in the shadows that kind of thing well i I want to know if uh, if it looks like they're going to move on in the morning, they might actually mm-hmm. live that long. 
Okay. Uh, but if they they look like they're they're settling for uh, for a while, you know, I can't let them, this is a final insult that they would come mm-hmm. and desecrate our uh, one of our uh, our sacred location. Now, as a player, I'm rather picturing that you know something will happen, we'll be attacked by another force and join maybe join forces at some point. But you know, if not, my plan is to just cut their throats when they're, they they fall asleep. Gotcha. Okay. So, tell you what we'll do. We'll, we'll do a little bit of, of dice here. Um, let's see here. Do you... Hmm. Does... Let's see here. Uh, up, up, up. I just saw the character sheet that Brian posted up. I want to see if you have any sort of awareness type ability. Otherwise, we can just roll... Uh, no. Spirit. No, not really. Okay. Um, I do. <laughs> <laughs> you're not the one I'm concerned about. So, um, I was you hoping can roll... someone else would have noticed, but... <laughs> I yeah, have a can... D6. Yeah. So we can do this... Actually, we'll, we'll have both of you all. So uh, Brian and Ed, I'd like you to roll um, Spirit or Survival or any sort of... Um, Detection of stuff around you, kind of ability. My mic off. I think so. I'm barely hearing you. Ah, okay. There we go. Nice. How's that? I have noticed. Oh, cool. All right, I have survival. Okay, yeah. So roll those. I got a four. Good. I got a one. Okay. <laughs> I got a <That's> rock. <laughs> so Kalyon notices no more than what he saw, but Thule, interestingly, sort of notices in this huge ruin that there is a shadowy figure crouched in kind of behind a pillar, and you see that she is... Um, a green Martian. I mean, it's it's very shadowy. It's evening, but you can tell just from the outline that it's definitely a green Martian uh, crouching down in a an aggressively defensive posture, for lack of a better term. How do you react to that? Cr- crouching Martian, h- hidden egg yolk. <laughs> <laughs> I will I will hold up my hands in a unarmed in a gesture of peace and say, "Good evening, friend." We have a paladin. Okay. And she has tusks, like in the picture, right? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Okay. If Are she does sharp? not immediately kill... If she doesn't immediately kill me, I will offer her some of my water. Nice. Now, she is some distance from where you guys are kind of approaching. So, do you want to, like, walk up to her? No. Okay. I wish to see what she does first. Okay. So, you kind of just hold out the water skin. Right. Here, share my water. Curses the target has to spotted me. Yep. But uh, I, I assume that uh, offering water is pretty much the uh, universal symbol of uh, I'm not going to mess with you right now. And that's pretty major. I mean, water <laughs> is precious. Yeah. I growl to myself. I make sure I... I, uh, I Look over my shoulder and make sure that you can't see where I hid the egg for now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I straighten up and stand. 
and uh, I think I stand a lot. Aren't uh, green Martians uh, even in this setting much taller than uh, than red Martians? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, you're like size plus two, aren't you? <laughs> I, I think it's a three. It's ridiculous. Wow. Okay. Cool. Uh, so yeah, you're you know one of the yep, blue avatar three. things. Oh, <laughs> what was Sorry. that? So, here's that's a cute. question. Oh, that's fine. Um, how does Callion respond to that? He sees this thing unfurl. Stand up. I kind of jump back a little bit in shock, but mm. um, I try to control myself. And in amazement, I say, Brother, you're actually doing the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> More, more, more like I'm more like I'm shocked that he's doing that than the fact that she's unfurling. <laughs> the three guards all sort of clutch each other in shock and <laughs> in, in, in horror. <laughs> I show my uh, my teeth in the most uh, friendly fashion that the the, the 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 red Martians seem to affectionate. You know. For us, showing teeth is not friendly, but they seem to like it. So I show all my teeth, so they can they can see all the way to the back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you're wondering, uh, the, the, my racial charisma is like minus two. Good. <laughs> minus four. Minus four. So yeah. Well, I will. I will walk slowly forward and offer water, and then I will introduce myself. Go for it. Greetings. Um, here, have some water. I am Thul Melian, Prince of Mars. Or at least a small portion of it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm picturing that the, pro, the, the polite thing is probably to actually offer water back from my uh, water skin. Uh, mm-hmm. So I slowly pull out, you know, I, I, and I, as I reach... For my uh, my water skin, it looks very much like I'm reaching for uh, one of the weapons that is uh, holstered right next to it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I. How does Kalyan react <laughs> to seeing that? I'm uh, moving slowly, however, so to be okay, polite. Yeah. Well, I my knowledge would be that <clears throat> anyone that would reach for a weapon when water is being answered. Or, I mean, being offered, uh, it's just, it's not done. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, kind of your noble birth, uh, <laughs> you, you don't, ex- you don't ever expect that. And so we That's just stand dope. there, we just stand there politely waiting. <laughs> by, the, by the way, Sophie, you're about the size of a Kodiak bear. <laughs> <laughs> but not so sweet tempered. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so I slowly pull out my water and extend mm-hmm. it. Uh, I drink. Okay. It would be huge, too, which is kind of comical. Yeah, it's probably like a five-gallon. <laughs> well, unfortunately, it's not com- uh, very full right now. I've, mm. I've had hard days, but I don't. it's not empty either. Okay. You've been watering your egg. <laughs> what brings you to these ruins? What brings you to our ruins? Uh, we are traveling. 
Why travel here? It seemed a good place to rest for the night. It is not. Well, it's night now, so we can't really go anywhere else. I hand the uh, the the water skin back. I'll pass mm-hmm. mine back. We would be happy to pay for uh, accommodations. Uh, please share our uh, share our fire and our food. Uh, is is red margin food even real food? <laughs> I believe, um, at least in this setting, all food, um, basically everyone's a vegetarian, so I think it's edible, you know, whatever, whatever they eat, you, you, could, you could eat, and you wouldn't even have to choke it down, it's just, you know, not the kind of thing you like. On the other hand, the kind of thing I like, I probably haven't had in a while, so... True. You you prefer to hunt and slay your vegetables yourself. <laughs> <laughs> The natural way. I, I will, uh, uh, see, there might be some fungus in the places where there was still a trickle of water here. True. So I will offer my my Martian fungus. <laughs> okay. Well, I will take the green Martian back to our party and introduce everybody around. Okay. I am Dolly. This is my brother. This is Larry Curley and Mo. Um. <laughs> Mo, get your hand, get your fingers out of Curley's eyes. I told you. Ow! Nice <laughs> <Eyes> guy. <laughs> so, how does Callion react to the idea of this green Martian, you know? Entering the group and being, you know, like, you know, the fact that your brother has offered to let her stay with you the night, which of course can't possibly have any negative consequences. <laughs> um, well, because I've been charged by my father to mm. take him out and teach him the ropes of exploring, mm-hmm. uh, I'm kind of just taken aback that he even knew what to do. <laughs> and uh <clears throat> I, I'm willing to consider staying in the same place mm-hmm. and uh um, maybe take this up as an opportunity to learn from the Green Martian about mm-hmm. any technology that, that uh she might know of here. Okay. Can I tell it's a she? We'll say yes. I imagine that you're cosmopolitan enough to recognize maybe the name or the posture or... Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, did you say it was uh, it was nighttime? Is it... Uh... Yes. The, the, the sun has now set. Just. Okay. Well, if, uh, if we're sitting down for a meal, then some polite discussion might be, you know, what is this place? And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, as there's so many places on Mars that are now abandoned, mm-hmm. um, you know, ask who lived here and uh, let, her know, let her know that I'm more interested in the technology. Uh, ah. You know, um, as far as I know, we didn't cause the, the place to become emptied out. 
Would you like to do a D8 knowledge roll and see if you can figure out, if you know anything about these ruins? Okay. This one is not abandoned. It is the place of my ancestors. Ah. It is sacred to my clan. I got a, a two. Okay. So this is definitely right, wait, an abandoned wait. city. Are, are you rolling a wild die with that? Oh, thank you. Yes, oh. you also get an, an extra d6. Oh, just to, to, to yeah, roll you, alongside. As an you roll whatever check. your skill is and a d6, and you pick whichever one is higher. Thank you. But they don't add up. Right. And if you roll the maximum number on the die, you roll it again and add it. Mm-hmm. Right, exploding. Yep. So hopefully that d6 will... Uh, I got a three on the d6. Okay. So, everything you see about the city corroborates Tali's story. Okay. What else do you want to ask? However, Tali is not very, you know, she's she's not very, very good at uh, dissembling or all that social <laughs> stuff. So if you want to pull it out of her that uh, her clan's actually... Uh, Decimated. Actually, her clan is is been ex- is now extinct except for her. Mm. So you can, if you want, you can easily suss out that the, the claim is not very strong anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm looking for a couple of physical dice because nah. catch your hair is not really doing it for me. Uh, yeah. I could need another. Uh, do, do we need a, a off color? D six. Don't need it. Okay. But although it can be, it can help. Okay. All right. I'll just roll physical dice. It seems to be okay. working better for me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Is there anything else you want to ask? Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna. A- I'll ask her about any of the machinery that they that they have. Uh, uh, is there a power generation plant, or um, let's see, do do the Green Martians do they know about the uh, uh, the communication systems or anything else that the Red Martians use? That's the old technology. Oh, some of our learned people probably did, but mm-hmm. uh, you rapidly figure out that, uh, although if I'd stopped to think about it, I might have figured out that there was, uh, that there could be some ancient technology here, but it just never, ever occurred to me because this is the place of sacred ceremonies, you know, that's what it is, technology, <laughs> so it never crossed my mind, mm. but... Uh, I can probably describe some of the, the give the short versions of the, the, the some of the stories that uh, my tribe was telling about the, the marvels of this place, and they're probably f- very embellished. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, and then uh, I would also ask if if she minds if we look around at some of the technology in the morning, or if that would offend her, then we won't. I will stay with you to make sure you do nothing regrettable. <laughs> well, we we don't uh, wish to destroy anything, or it's or no really... trouble at all. I'll stay with you. Yeah, we uh, 
we we really are just investigating. We're trying to uh, to build up a uh, knowledge base so that uh, so that our peoples don't lose all the technology that we still have working. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm very afraid that at some point we're all going to be back to uh, sticks and stones and uh, living out in the desert, just waiting for the next invasion of the apes. Of course. And now is the time for me to put in, put my foot in it and say we're also looking to try to uh, to unite the various separate groups here on Mars. Perhaps you could take me to your tribal elders at some point, and we could uh, negotiate a treaty. <laughs> oh. I sh- I uh, politely show all my teeth a lot again. <laughs> well, I don't know that Dad just killed all your people. <laughs> It's, no, it's it's uh, Borkin. Oh, Borkin. Okay. Do, do, I know a red Martian. Is he a a, a clansman of yours? His name is Borkin. Oh no, he's a douche. Oh wait, well, didn't know what a douche was. I do not know the douche clan. <laughs> oh, he's a jerk. He's a douche rocket. <laughs> He's a sand douche. Ow. Oh. <clears throat> wow. So as you are talking, um, and I'm thinking probably Callion would be the first to, you hear a thrumming sound from... I, there's good chance I would spot that. I got alertness. So. Oh, that's true. Thank you. Um, yeah, so in fact... Tali would be the first to hear this thrumming sound coming from the west. Um, you know, certainly off in the distance, but getting nearer at quite some pace. Is it something familiar? Is it uh, like the sound of a clan moving or uh, a, a sky ship? Coming from where? From, from the air. Oh. From up. Sky ships. Mm-hmm. Oh, crap. Unless we have large uh, airborne predators in the area? Um, yes, there are. But they don't sound like they have a, an engine, right? Um, th- th- this actually does sound like an engine. Okay, so that uh, means a very special kind of airborne predator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> flyers. Yours? Um, was Dad sending any flyers along with us? Never mentioned it. Probably not. Well, it, it's not coming for me because uh, the, the the Green Martians and the, and uh, Borkan don't have flyers, do they? Yet that I know of. Correct. Well, perhaps we had best hide. I w- stay here. I will go see. Uh, I've only got D4 stealth, however, but I kind of belong in the landscape. That's fine. You're doing better than my D4 minus 2 stealth. <laughs> so basically, this city is kind of in a in a valley. Uh, and it's a, it's a small city. It's sort of collapsed over time as well. But there are these rolling dunes of sand that uh, come out from it and sort of, sort of go up. So... Uh, Tali can certainly sort of climb up and try to stay in some of the the low brush 
uh, of those dunes. Very good. Okay. And the, the sun far- was going down, so hopefully that... Yeah, oh. it is essentially... It's completely dark by this point. That's right. Solar flyers, how does that affect them? Indeed. Well, funny you should mention that. So thank um, you. The ship coming towards you is very, very strange. It looks like a... Well, you wouldn't know what that is, but it looks kind of like a football. Uh, it's this big, <laughs> I don't know what that is either. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, it looks like an it, egg! It, it, yeah, exactly. Um, it's this giant flying egg with two rigid wings uh, on either side, and it's flying towards you, and it's very strange because there's this light in the back of it. It's kind of flickering. Um, and it's coming in, and it's a couple hundred feet above the ground, which seems kind of interesting. seems a little low. I mean, uh, actually, that would be about... No, that, that would be about normal for an airship. But it's, but it's coming pretty fast. I've never seen or heard of anything like that, right? No, no. Okay. I will uh, crawl back into the the covered area where the uh, I left the others. Okay. And, and describe. And it looks like a flying egg with wings. That's a very disturbing picture. <laughs> Did you bring this? Are they looking for you? And by this point, you guys can hear it too. It's this. I, I will take them to a, a spot I think is safe. I think uh, they, uh, they would be able to remain hidden and take a look. I can use more tea then. What was that, Brian? I drank most of it. He's asking us to make more tea. Okay, I'll make more tea. I can do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I keep trying to listen to you guys, and my wife keeps asking questions. <laughs> Doesn't she understand? Yes, but she still wants to converse. That's okay. She was. Yeah, Edmund just got a new headset this week, and he actually got one with only one ear, so he could hear me when I talk to him. And I'm going, dude, that's crazy. (laughs) Nobody does that. Okay, so uh, no, I didn't. uh, I, I tell her that I didn't expect anyone to. To follow us here, and we don't know of anybody, anybody in a in a skyship. So yeah, I take them to a spot I think is safe to to get a glimpse of, of it. Well, as you guys just head out, you see this thing is coming, and it's almost overhead at this point, and it is low. It is maybe a hundred feet above the ground, flying over, and it's actually like quivering as it's flying, and you can see it's starting to list to one side, and it's going down towards the desert. It is I th- damaged. I, I think it is, well, perhaps it is a solar flyer that has been caught out after dark. It does not look right. <laughs> no, but it it's definitely in- crashing. It is made entirely of metal, uh, except for the sort of, well, egg-shaped glass... Um, sort of observation pods that are sort of pocked all over the main, main sort of fuselage. 
In fact, if you guys want to do a perception style roll to see if you can kind of look in and see if you can see what's going on inside the craft. I get a four. So that would be notice? Yes. Alright, let's see. What's my die on this? It is... D6 plus two. And if we don't have anything in that skill, then we can't even roll a D4? Uh, Correct. Go ahead, Sophie. If you don't have the skill, you can roll D4 and uh, and a D6, and you take the highest and you subtract two. Oh, thank you. And I got a total of uh, 12 on that. Wow. Wow. I can count their nose hairs. (laughs) Please don't. So see if all three of you get to notice this. Aha! Aha! Uh-huh. <laughs> Found a D four. Nice. Okay. I got a, a three and a six. So yes, I I noticed something. <laughs> Sweet. You see inside there. Um, a bunch of guards who are running around inside the ship, which is pretty darn big. I mean, there are probably about a dozen Red Martian guards that you can see wandering around. But in the back, you see um, women and children all sort of clustered around the, the, the windows and sort of banging on it very concernedly. Uh-oh. Hmm. Quick, fix it before it crashes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are younglings in there. Freshly Probably hatched. From, Probably from that douche clan. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not, because I would hate to have to uh, slit their throats one by one. Mm. Well, you know, that's a... It just hit a hot button, actually. Um, mm. I, normally, I would be totally okay and, in fact, kind of happy that they're crashing. That's just that fewer to worry about. Mm. But there are young ones. It's like eggs. Yeah. And, in fact, as it's flying past, you notice that there is a young girl who is by a window. And you can see, by the way she's dressed, she is obviously nobility of some kind. Which is kind of strange. And she's definitely, you know, um, pretty damn young. Are they Red Martians or? They are Red Martians. Oh, and okay. How many, how many guards did we see on there? About a dozen. Well, uh, and it looks like they're going to do a big long belly flop uh, with that airship. Yes. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Then I, uh, uh, the, these guys are probably not seeing my mount, but I, I will go and, and head for, uh, uh, where did I put, did I name him? My Jelvsteed. No, I did not name him. Okay. Uh, but I, I head for my, uh, I, I, I turn and run, which turns out to be not, not very fast, and this is the first time you have to, a really good look at, uh, at the way I move, and I have a serious limp. Like, you know, I, I took a big whack at some point. Um, mm. but, uh, 
I, I uh, run as fast as I can to uh, to my mount. I jump on it and then uh, do the hi-ho silver, you know, spin <laughs> on it and, and turn around and start galloping in the direction of, uh, to, to, to move parallel to where they're going to flop. Well, try to catch people on their, as, they, as they try to, to jump out. Well, mm-hmm. I'm stupid, um, and I don't have a limp, so I'm going to chase after the green Martian and jump on the back of whatever it is that she's riding. <laughs> we green nice. Martians do not like to talk about, uh, to call it stupid. We call it average. <laughs> I would love for you to make a hmm, an agility roll. Agility. Boy, or, or if you have writing, writing could work. True. I roll a four on agility. All right, you leap up. The question is whether the green Martian will allow you to remain on. I will allow. Excellent. What does Callion do? Because it would be anticlimactic to just push him off. <laughs> but funny. But funny. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Is there is there room on there for me? Uh, the the, the picture looked pretty big. It was in the the the, the, the beastie section. I think of you can the, squeeze the on. Okay. On the other hand, I am kind of taking a lot of space. <laughs> All right, I'll uh, I'll be able to see if I can get up there. Yeah. I I'll give him two, a hand if he needs I got it. Two fives. Nice. He doesn't need it. <laughs> you guys didn't come with mounts of your own, then. Actually, I like the idea that the Dole sort of puts his hand out and kind of tr- tries to pull him up, but completely misses. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he just leaps up on his own. <laughs> so as you head out into the desert as fast as you can, this thing is going down. It craters and it just slams into the desert floor with a mighty explosion. There's just flame everywhere. It's nasty, and the the, uh, the wings snap and fly up, and they explode, and it's just absolute carnage. And as you get close, you see that there is uh, just struts up and bodies everywhere. It's really nasty. Okay, I uh, I try to get close, and as much as I can do without dismounting, I will, because after that, once I'm uh, on foot, I, I, I have difficulty moving uh, fast enough mm. to be useful. But uh, I will rush us over there and try to, uh, to, to get, uh, you know, fish out some of the people. Uh. Let's roll agility to see who gets highest, to see who finds the special thing. Just plain agility, okay? Yeah, I got an 11. Ooh. Ooh, nice. Uh, let's see, where's my D8? There it is. Uh, 11 as well. Wow. Look, a special thing. Yeah, I already saw that. <laughs> it's my special thing. Give it back. How are you getting an 11? When you, roll, when you roll the maximum number on a die, it explodes. Oh, okay. It rolled an 8 and I rolled okay. a 3. Okay. Uh, I, got, uh, I got a 3. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I'm trying to see what is the actual, like, um, what is the definition of child for Red Martian. But anyway, so you see... Um, I think they also come from eggs, don't they? They yes. do. Um, so the question is, when do you reach sort of maturity? And it's a weird thing. Anyway, um, so you... 
uh, so the, the, uh, the two of you are sifting through, and you see that, uh, like, princess girl that actually Tali probably noticed uh, uh, rather than the others specifically. Uh, she is there in the wreckage, and she is still alive. Young but one, barely. over here! Oh, she's laying down. Oh, okay. She, I, I she, don't she, she's... I, I point, yeah, I point you guys in there so you can't miss it. And I, I try to uh, force the jaw steed as as close as it as I can get it. It's gonna get you know fairly close, but it's gonna be very skittish. I mean, there's there you know it, it's yeah fire bad. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go in. So I'm going in. What's oh, okay. Hell? What was that, Brian? Sorry. I said I'll, I'll go in. Okay. So the, the, the two of you dash off and go in. Um, I'm th- what are your toughnesses? Let's see here. Oops. <laughs> a... I've got a six. Six. <coughs> Tali's not a problem. Tool is... I got a six. Six. Okay. Um, so I think what I'm going to do, I'm going to... Puny princes. <laughs> so the fire is actually going to basically attack you. Oh no! We'll see what happens here. I parry. <laughs> Alright, so we're gonna roll a d6 for each of you. Alright, so we will have the orange one is gonna go after, uh, Kalyon, I think. So that's going to, let's see here, and, but since he has a six, so you're fine. Okay. So basically, um, you rush over, you're almost cooking, but you, you, you see this girl laying there, um, she's badly hurt, and, you know, the other odd thing, um, she has manacles around her wrists and her legs. And she's laying there barely conscious. What do you do? Uh, try to take the manacles off. <laughs> okay. And... And it's going to be an okay. attack on the medicals. Okay. Uh, Brother, attack. perhaps removing her from the flaming inferno first might be best. <laughs> <laughs> He's amazingly practical, this boy. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is a balancing act. You know, do you want to make it easier to move her, or what? Right now, oh. she has a convenient carrying handle. <laughs> Oh, fine. As long as we both take her out of here. <laughs> okay. So the two of you can certainly lift her and take her out. She's, you know, not a, a large package. Uh, so you, uh, you, uh, you take her over to, you know, maybe a few dozen feet away from the Raging Inferno. While they do that, I look around for other survivors. Okay. Um, I'm going to have you roll for that. Okay, notice again. Because, uh, yes, absolutely. Because there's something you uh, notice five. an hour later. Okay, um, you notice in all of this, there is a... Um, large thing of flesh that is embedded now in the desert. It is probably... 30 feet wide, uh, covered in pockmarks, 
and made of this very thick skin, almost like lizard skin, uh, that is laying there amidst all of this flame. But you, it's very strange. You've never seen anything like it before. No, um, but there are no survivors otherwise. Well, if there are no survivors, that uh, is very sad, and uh, I. Uh, I am sorry for uh, for all their younglings, but uh, I'm not gonna go touch things that are burning that don't look like uh, any kind of sentient. Very well. I'll wait. I'll wait until they cool off in the morning. Okay, that works. And I'll go help the boys. Okay. What are you guys doing now? You're gonna try to take off the manacles first. So we got her out of the flames. You got her out of the flames. <clears throat> yeah. Now we'd like to take off the manacles. Okay. That's a, mechan- uh, that's a mechanically type thing. I'm not very good at that. You, you, you can try to literally <laughs> unlock them, or you can, you know, hack them with your sword. But, presumably... I want to try to unlock them. Yes, go for it. Okay, so... All right, and I don't, she's just kind of whimpering slightly. Yeah, I don't have lockpicking, but I'm going to go ahead and mm-hmm. try to roll that. Yeah. I get a six success. Sweet. So you fiddle a little bit, and the manacles clip open. Click open. They seem to be of quite sturdy manufacture. Interesting. She's going to turn out to be a little psycho that killed everybody on board. (laughs) What else do you guys want to do? Do we see other people that are... In the wreckage. She is the only survivor. Only survivor. I'm looking around to... Oh, sorry. I'm looking around for uh, uh, more uh, sounds of of skyships or even uh, riders. None. Okay. Don't even have to roll. It is a... (laughs) Other than the burning bodies, a very quiet night. Well, we should probably leave this spot. More will come later. In the morning. Anything with the girl? With the girl? Yeah. Uh, say again? Is the girl in any condition to travel? That's a good question. I, I will uh, pull out my water skin. Okay. And, I, will, uh, I will talk to her. How are you? Are you okay? She just sort of shifts and mumbles with great pain. And what is your name? Restel. Her name is Mumbles with Great Pain, didn't you hear? <laughs> I am Restel from Begete. Ensure it dies. Ensure that it does. Is it dead? Is it the big flopped skin thing in the middle of the desert? Yes, is it dead? How can I tell? She has no answer. I imagine if you hack at it enough, into enough pieces, you can probably ensure that it's dead. 
I'll grab a... It can't be hard to get a torch there. We already have a nice fire going in the background. Mm -hmm. So I'll grab a torch and uh, go the, the long way around so I can I can see the circumference of that, that thing uh, okay. and try to, to get a view from, uh, from several sides and uh, spiral in to take a look at uh, whether it's dead. Also if it was alive, I'm all in favor of it not being anymore because that, that sounds like a, a pretty unholy thing. I'll go too because I just don't realize that there's great danger. Okay, yeah. Um, so there's this giant scaly egg in the middle of this flaming inferno. Oh, um, an egg. It's like a gray looking thing. Yes. <coughs> Have I ever heard of an egg that size? No. I mean, it's massive. Perhaps you should hit it. What's she the wanted largest? to make sure it's dead. Uh, I don't remember from the book. What's the largest predator uh, that, that we know of? Let me see here. Possibly, I'm wondering, I mean, sand squids, maybe? Would they have eggs of a, that size? or Maybe. What about the greys? Like mm. the big brainy, squiddy-looking people, right? I, pro I would I know about that. Is that something that's very secret, or you might have heard stories? I mean, when I was a, a youngling, right? I mean, they very much would have been boogeymen, if anything. Um, well, more but you importantly, might also heard stories of them actually being down there. More importantly, okay. will she freak out if we go and destroy this egg in front of her? Well, she said she said kill it, right? Mm -hmm. uh, well, it's very large and probably would think us tasty. So, it, and it just flopped from uh, from several hundred thousand feet. A hundred, a couple hundred feet. I mean, uh -huh. things don't fly really high here. It's probably hard boiled by now. <laughs> uh, it's got a leathery exterior, so I will uh, I will try smacking it with uh, my battle axe. Okay. So, uh, should I uh, roll my fighting? Yes, or? Okay. please do. As soon as I can find my my score. Let's see, D8. Ah, pathetic. Mm. I can't hit the stationary egg, apparently. I, I rolled a two. Yeah, no, well, it's it's covered in in fire, and you know, you, you try to get in, to you hit it, but you can't really get good purchase. Um, Calion, um, actually, let's have you roll a smarts to see if you can figure out anything about the girl. See if you're noticing anything about her. I get a five. Okay, um, you look at her, and you can tell. You probably have one more question before she passes on to the next world. She's well, really badly hurt. Can I attempt to heal her? You absolutely may. Okay. <clears throat> Alright, so on all these rolls, I'm rolling an extra d6 and keeping one of the two, or...? Correct. Okay. Well, if, if any roll above four, that's you succeed. Okay, I've got a five. Nice. Uh, so you're able to like grab some cloth and sort of um, assuage the wounds somewhat. 
And so she's obviously not going to die immediately, but in doing so, she falls deeply unconscious. She's just out of it for, you know, at least a little bit. Okay, well, I just wanted to try to keep her from dying. Yep. Certainly succeeded there. Will the... Will the rapier that I carry, will I be able to stab at the egg with that? Or the large thing? You bet. The fire is starting to die down a bit at this point. Okay. So, to hit with that, you you roll your... uh, Your fighting, if you have it. Okay. Alright, I've got a d6. Okay. So, D6, and your wild die, D6. A five. Five. It bounces off. Wow. Okay. It's like the the thing's made of stone. It is tough. I will try again. I will take take a step back and swing my axe overhead uh, with both hands to... uh, Go for a wild better. attack. That's right, wild attack against the stationary egg. Uh, for a big total of uh, not going to do anything better than you did with a five. Oh, yeah, it just bounces off. Uh, well, actually, with a, wild, uh, with a wild attack, I get a, what, a plus one, plus two? Plus two. So that would plus be two? seven, but that's... Uh, you, it that still bounces off. Yeah. How about if I shoot a radium gun at it? Go for it. Okay. If you want to. All right. Now I don't have the shooting skill. Oh okay. God! I'm. If I had known that, I would be far away. I dive for cover. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> okay, so we'll roll the d4 and see what happens here. Okay. D4 minus two. Ooh, I got a one. Oh, oh I am so glad I dove for cover. <laughs> So you, like, aim down, and the thing hits a particularly sensitive part of the ship, which explodes again, and just, you know, flame flies everywhere, and you're all kind of knocked back by the heat wave, as there's just more of this fire everywhere. Total backdraft. Why did the, the Red Martian do that? That's crazy! I'm going to stand up, draw my radium gun, take a nice two-handed stance, and shoot the egg. Go for it. Aiming! Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, double sixes. Nice. So I get an 11 total. You get an 11. It hits the egg and is absorbed by the egg. Well... At least I hit it. That's the important thing. <laughs> and my brother says I don't know anything. Yeah, sure. Okay, whatever. I'll, I'll just holster my radium gun and kind of look smug. Give it a little spin before... <laughs> you do notice that there is a slight discoloration on the egg where the radium gun hit it. Maybe that weakened it. Maybe it Ooh. likes maybe it likes radium. It's gonna make it hatch, and then we'll blame it on you, <laughs> brother. You would blame it on me no matter what happened. <laughs> Anything else you want to do tonight? 
understanding. Yes, moving anyway. far, far away from here, but that's probably not practical. The girl is probably not fit to be moved. Um, can we? Well, how far is it from the wreckage back to the uh, place we were staying? Not too far. A few hundred yards. Yeah, we had a little ride, but uh, yeah. we can take it easy on the way back. Although I, I actually am moving very fast because now I remember it. I ha- well, I, I didn't forget, but you know, I'm worried about the egg. Uh, it's been yes. a while since uh, I looked in on it. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, I will try to leave these guys behind. Uh, they can, I know they can catch up with me eventually, uh, so I'll, <laughs> I'll hurry on ahead. Okay. I oh I, I to move the girl actually we should probably put her on the steed, right? Um, what do you guys think? Well, it's uh, pretty high up, isn't it? Well, only for short <laughs> people. Well, would you be able to lift her up there? That I can do. <laughs> lifting, lifting many heavy things is uh, one of my particular skills. All right. So I effortlessly lift her there. Unless the GM mm-hmm. makes me roll, in which case I'll get two ones and embarrass myself. <laughs> You'll drop her. Your mouth will step on you. her. That'll be the end of it. Um, I will have you roll, and there's another possible result. All right. So go ahead and roll. Okay. So uh, strength, yes? Yes. <laughs> I want to ro- I, I want to uh, uh, put a, a, a chip on that because I don't actually want to drop the wounded. I had a one and a two on the. Two okay. <laughs> My D eight hates me. <laughs> you can certainly spend a Benny. So I shall do so. Okay. And that's better for a total of 13. So there's a okay. there's a little faltering uh, probably because my leg gives out under me and then I find yeah. my footing and uh, Perfect. Okay, yes, and you very gently cradle her and make sure that she's, you know, not uncomfortable. Um and and you take her back. What do the how do the brothers react to this? Um I'll head back. Okay. I'll, I'll go back as well. Okay, yeah. So you guys head back into the ruins. And but they're left to trail behind me as I, I hurry up to get a look at my egg before these guys show up because I don't want them to see the egg. Mm-hmm. No problems there. Uh, you're able to... And the egg's still there. It's still safe. So, brother, do you think you might be able to salvage anything useful from this wreck? An well, omelette? <laughs> Sorry. I'll have, to, I'll have to look at it in the... In the daylight, and see if you know. After all the fires and the heat die down, if there's anything okay. that we can rescue. All right. So you all bed down in the evening, in the morning, and the next day, and you wake up. The girl is still unconscious. She seems to be a little, um, uh, a little more stabilized. Uh, you could probably wake her up if you wanted to. Um, but she is obviously more than willing to just go on sleeping. Uh, she has some pretty serious wounds. I mean, she was slammed all around during that. Um, uh, and you see off uh, in the desert that, sure enough, the fires have died down, and there is the wreckage of this ship there. 
It's also sort of collapsed in, so you can't really see the egg from here. Well, I, I think we should take another look now. Let us approach with caution. I think that is wise. You can stay behind me if you are afraid. I said caution, not fear. I nice. nod. <laughs> so you guys certainly can head out there. What do you want to do with the girl? Just uh, leave her there sleeping? Uh, what could go wrong? I'm sure she'll be perfectly safe alone in the in the ruins. Okay. Larry, <laughs> keep an eye on her. Yeah, he's a reliable sort. <sighs> yeah. So, you, yeah, you, you, you can leave. Do you want to leave one or all three guards with her? Um, just one. Okay. That works. Um, so yeah, so, uh, uh leave, leave him with her. Any special instructions? Don't poke her in the eyes, whack her with a mallet, do any of those things. <laughs> cool. So you guys head out into the desert, and you see basically this ship has all collapsed in on itself. What do you want to look for? I want to look at the at the engine and any of the controls. Um, look for communications equipment. Okay. And look for weapons. Okay. I want to examine the egg splatter. Mm. Okay. Um, and I just kind of want to generally wander around and kick little pieces of rubble and stay out of everybody else's way. All right. Uh, let's see here. We, we, well, then we'll start. Um, uh, Brian, go ahead and do your science-y, notice-y roll. <laughs> see what you pick up. You'll, you'll find something. It's a question of how nice or how useful. So that's, that's going to be a knowledge? Yes. Okay. That would work. We're trying to figure out what's what. <coughs> Got a seven. Nice. So obviously everything's badly smashed up. Uh, there's nothing. Well, the, the engines certainly are not usable. This is using something that you've never seen before, but you've seen references to. It is some kind of lighter than air engine. Uh, a very experimental technology from a very long time ago that there are some rumors that there were some ships left behind of this, but it hasn't been seen in a very long time. The navigation controls and such are still fairly intact. You could probably do some fiddling with those to find out some more information. Things like that. In terms of weapons, none. Okay. Uh, and and what did you say ahead. about the communication equipment? Ah, uh, communication equipment is in similar to the navigation. It's bashed up, and you probably couldn't put it into a new ship, but you could probably fiddle with it and at least extract some information. Get a feel for how dials are set, things like that. Get a feel for maybe uh, what kind of frequencies it was on, things like that. I think your brother is insane or ill. 
he babbles on about this thing being lighter than air. This is ridiculous. It's obviously quite heavy. <coughs> My brother knows many things about the technology of the old civilizations. Perhaps it was not impossible for them. And, uh, but it is obviously not lighter than air. But it's broken. Maybe when it functioned correctly, it was lighter than air. <sighs> I shake my head. They don't know anything. How can they even survive? <laughs> and so uh, this thing is beyond repair at this point. The ship, certainly. <laughs> um, the uh, Is there... Is there like a thing that contains the gas that makes it lighter than air? Is that still intact? Not intact, no. Um, so, uh, and, and you're exactly right. Actually, it was this very complicated machinery with a very special gas inside that helped it to become lighter than air. And the machinery itself is all smashed up. The gas has escaped at this point. But you can, if you want, do some more investigation of that to see something of how it worked. Okay. <clears throat> well, like all things uh, technological, it, uh, it interests me, and I'd like to see if I can figure out how it works um, okay. in case uh, we run into another one. I'd like to be able to fly it at that point. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... Go ahead and do that. While you're doing that, uh, Tali goes over and, the, you know, you have to roll. You push the the wreckage aside and these sort of steel girders push over and the egg sits there untouched. And it looks in great shape, doesn't it? Perfect. In fact... Uh, I'd like Tali to roll Spirit. Spirit, D6. Yes. And the 6. Total of 10. Okay. You see that it's very subtle. The egg is pulsing like a heartbeat. I do not think this is a good thing. You certainly do not. Soul of the Red Men. Since your brother seems to be very busy. <laughs> yes, Thali of the Green Men. The egg is pulsing. It is uh, most certainly alive. Um, have you tried whacking it again? <laughs> I shall do so. Mm-hmm. Because got... eventually I have to get more than a two on on hitting things, yeah, right? Sure. That's my skill. That's the principle of leadership. Know your audience. Is the egg too big for her? Oh, hey, look at that. I got higher than a two. I got a three. Yay! <laughs> Is the egg too big for her to pick up? Yes. It's like 30 feet wide. Man, I hope that means I'll have a run of uh, good numbers when it counts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got a, uh, a four for understanding the uh, the gas mechanism. Okay, so you have a decent feel for how this uses a special gas that has to be refined in certain mines on Mars and and pulled out of 
various underground chambers and used to to do this. So it's difficult to do. And <laughs> you write a monograph. <laughs> Scientific American will love this. Yes. So you. You know, and, and, and you can see how basically they have the, this set of interconnected chambers and pieces of tubing that move between them and sort of force this around in a very special arrangement. And basically as this gas moves, it excites the molecules and causes the entire ship to gain this property of being essentially lighter than air. Okay, and the uh, the communications equipment uh, was mm-hmm. I able to figure out anything new from that? You said just dial settings. What are you trying to find out? Um, well, I guess I want to find out uh, what other Red Martian group these guys were from, mm-hmm. and if it's possible to recreate these settings on another. Uh, Mm. wireless uh, setup. Yes. Like a frequency Uh, or something. Yeah, yes to all of those. As it turns out, so the dials were set, essentially, for... There is... uh, So there's a from and a to, basically. The from is this city called Pejete, which is another kind of a frontier town um, that is actually quite close to Zenifar that you're going to. And um, the two is actually the capital, where you came from. I'm going to get off mic for a moment. I have to go feed my stupid cats. Okay. Okay, and then uh, the the guards that were on the ship mm-hmm. um, are any of their weapons uh, still intact? Still yes, workable? they are. In fact, they are all carrying. Hmm. They're all carrying war swords. There are three remaining. All right, so um, would that be better than the rapier that I'm carrying? Well... Depends on your strength. Yes. Yeah, if you have the strength for it. If I have a D6 strength, is that strong enough? No. Requires D8. Okay, I thought so. <clears throat> They're brawn. Okay. And then uh anything else of value that we can get or not at this point, nope. Everything's been consumed by fire or smashed beforehand. No personal effects of anybody left that we could either decipher In- where they were from. Or- In fact, as you surf- uh, search through the records you see this was basically or record, or the wreckage, you see that these are just people. They had no supplies, nothing. They were just all crowded onto this ship. 
And if it was bound for the city that we came from, mm-hmm. do we know this where the Spigite is? Yes, you know that it is uh, actually just next door to the Xenophar town that you were going to, and the one town over. Would it have? Would it have involved transporting slaves? I mean, would we have had uh, other Red Martians as slaves? Probably not. Okay. I don't oh, know I, of any such thing. I finally realized what I should be doing while they're doing this. I'm going to start burying the body. Yes. Very nice. Yeah, what's left of them? <laughs> Actually, this is a good uh, opportunity. I'm going to go take a quick bio break. Okay. So, okay. Uh, I'll be back in about five. Okay. Alrighty. So, we're back, and uh, Thule is de- burying bodies... Holly is concerned with the egg, and Callion continues to research the airship. Hey, uh, Callion, it occurs to me that since you do sciencey stuff, you probably have, like, uh, chisels and hammers and things like that for archaeological expeditions. Maybe we should get Larry Curley and Moe to go to town on this egg with some hammers and chisels. Do we really want whatever's inside this huge egg? I will give a roar in anger and hit at it again. I can't believe that uh, they would talk about little chisel when uh, my my big <laughs> battle axe does nothing. Your battle axe is meant for cleaving <laughs> flesh. Yeah, that that axe just bounces right off. So, Brian, what do you think? Um, we can we can try it with uh, the chisels and stuff. Um, I don't know what what kind of strength do these uh, soldiers have? Nothing too wonderful. Their strength is D six. The other thing is they're uh, almost certainly not wild cards, so they don't get a D6 like we special people. Correct. But you can certainly pull them over. So cool, yeah. So they come over with chisels and picks, and they start going to town and nothing. It's just bouncing off. Wise guy, what you doing? We could bury it. Or maybe attempt to cook it, although if it did not uh, cook last night, I doubt that it will do better now. Mm. Maybe we need to revive that girl and ask her about the egg. Perhaps. Well, anyone? I'm good. I'm good at talking to people. I'll do it. Okay. So you head back. The girl is resting there, you know, on her back, just unconscious. Okay. I want to watch what he's doing, but I'll stay a, a little back. I, sometimes th- those red Martians they react strangely to my presence. True. 
we I have no idea why. Um, <laughs> Actually, so far, apparently you don't. True. Young lady, young lady, can you hear me? She just shifts slightly and wakes up, but doesn't open her eyes and continues to just shift, obviously in great pain. Are you thirsty? Would you like some water? Yes. I will give her water. Okay. She has trouble drinking it, but does get some down. Okay. I will. I will prop up her. I will do all the appropriate, you know, prop up the head things. And yes. Um. And she is quite thirsty. All right. Well, I will give her some. I won't like give her tons right at the moment because mm-hmm. she just barf it all up. Yeah. <coughs> Thank you. Can you tell me what happened? We were attacked. I was taken. We were to be taken. Taken back. Back where? To the capital. They wanted it. The folks in the capital wanted the egg? Yes. And you? They must not have it. I was simply insurance. You were a hostage? Yes. To make sure that the egg was delivered back to the capital and your people didn't make any trouble? Yes. Now, I just want to make sure, we're talking about, this is to the question of the team, we're talking about the same capital where there's a big palace that I live in? Yes. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. Um, so, what is in, what is this egg thing? It is, wait, what do you mean, is? We, we haven't been able to destroy it, we've tried chopping at it with weapons and shooting it, but nothing seems to pierce the shell. She sighs a... a sigh of... of... of horror, as though she almost expected to hear that, but didn't want to believe it. And she just... sort of collapses inwardly in defeat. No, no, don't give up! You have to help us. We can still destroy this thing, but we need your information. Clearly, if if they had to take you hostage, then clearly there's a way to destroy this thing. Otherwise, they wouldn't have needed hostages. So you have to help us. I'm going to try my big persuasion skill. Good. Come on, big persuasion skill. <laughs> and roll better than my big fighting skill. Mm-hmm. A six and a one, so seven, eight, nine, eleven. Nice. Um, Trust me, because I am good-looking and noble. <laughs> it's space opera. That's right. That's how it works. She says, It was recovered from deep beneath Pejete. We knew it came from many, many years ago. But 
That is all we know. I had hoped the fire... Okay, so the fire didn't do it. The fall didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Hacking it with weapons didn't do it. Um, I could try harsh language, but I'm thinking that probably isn't going <laughs> to do it either. How about if we sit on it? <laughs> um, we have kind of a problem. I know. Um, brother, could I talk to you for a moment? Sure. I'm going to take him out of earshot of uh, of the girl. Um, apparently, Dad wanted this thing. Do you think he wanted us gone when this thing was delivered? It would seem like interesting timing. What do you think's in it? If he's willing to attack another Red Martian city take hostages and do this in secret so that we don't know about it? Something really bad. Now, you told us earlier that uh, he seems like the kind of guy that really likes being in charge, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so, like, he may do whatever it takes to try to stay in command. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Well, now one thing you certainly could tell is that these soldiers were not dressed in the typical soldier uniforms of Kalor. Um, but that is not surprising. So the the ones that were on there that that crashed. Right. Yeah, they, they were not wearing typical soldier uniforms, but it's also possible that they were, you know, in disguise to do this. Or, or mercenaries. Or, or it might have or been another one of the of the noble factions. Correct. So it might not be Dad that wants this. Well, it but might also be he wants to use this against Dad. But also, he sent three really bad soldiers with us. Yeah. Oh. Yes, they are very bad. I will march back and uh, go uh, go talk to the girl. I haven't actually been introduced, so she may be a little jumpy, but I will try to approach. Well, I, obviously I approach slowly because I limp. Uh, mm. But I will try to, to look as non-threatening as I can. And, uh, okay. Speak in my soft voice. She reacts with some shock, and she shrinks back a little bit, but she is frankly so hurt, there's nothing she can do anyway. Uh, So she's just sort of going to assume that everything's going to be okay. I I make reassuring gestures that that tend to not reassure anybody, but (laughs) they're well-intentioned. Yes, her eyes grow even wider. Perhaps your perhaps your ceremonial grimacing and leaping up and down as a form of welcome uh, might be better left for another time. 
I am Thali. I helped pull you out of the fire yesterday. Tell us more of... <laughs> hey, I drove you there. Oh, I think I just dropped, didn't I? No, you're there. You're here. Oh, okay. I heard the little... <laughs> no, Ed dropped, actually. Oh, Ed, Ed, yeah, Edmund, you dropped. <laughs> That's just so unfair. One or the other. <laughs> yeah. So tell us more about the egg. Tell us everything you can recall, everything you can pull from memory, because if it is to be destroyed, we need to know more. So she tells you that Pejete was built on top of, as it turned, well, it, it's a mining town, basically. And they found, uh, about a week ago, this giant egg in one of the side shafts. Just as they were digging, they uncovered this thing. And there were stories that this mine was very ancient and that there had been some other stuff done there basically in the past. Some ancient civilization. And they assumed with decent logic that this is from that civilization, whatever it is. Uh, and they were just starting to basically pull it up. They, they had just gotten it to the the top of the, the mine shaft when they were attacked. Now, they had not told anyone specifically about this. They tried to kind of keep it quiet, but pretty much everyone in town knew. Right, it'd be hard to keep quiet. Yeah. And have you heard of anything... Uh, Happening in what's Nenefar or the uh, the other place oh. nearby? No, Zenifar. In fact, it, 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 as far as she knows, it's fine. Are they also a mining town? Yes. Perhaps they found an egg too. Hmm. Yeah, in in the setting book, they talk about these uh, radium mines <clears throat> and that they keep digging deeper and deeper and that in some places they have found some uh, or dug down to where these things have found a way to escape. Uh, I haven't read that section because my character wasn't from there, so... <laughs> oh, I was glancing through. <laughs> um... Hmm. But we don't know what it is, so we don't know if we should destroy it. And we don't know how to get it open. So we need to find out about the the stories of the uh, uh, the old ones. Perhaps we need to find an an elder, that, so, uh, someone who could uh, help us uh, recall the, the stories and perhaps of previous battles against these things. Yeah, Thule, is there someone among your people that might be old enough to know of what this egg-looking thing is? I wins because, of course, my people is kind of uh, underground these days. Um, but I'm wondering if I might know of a, a shaman and uh, some other tribe. Enemy tribe is fine because I you absolutely do. Excellent. 
I mean, enemy tribe means just that you don't have to put on the kid gloves, right? Kidnap exactly. them, ter terrify them, torture them. Mm -hmm. So, yes, the shaman of the the Two Moon clan, she knows much. Mm -hmm. And you happen to know that they often camp not far from here. In fact, if they're t camp uh, often not far from here, it they might even be on their way to check out what was that big uh, flame in the sky, uh, that big light in the sky last night. Mm -hmm. I will go make sure that we are ready to receive them with all the proper civility. <laughs> hey, I, I give the, the big smile again. Good, <laughs> I'll help. <laughs> Okay. That's interesting. Hmm. Okay. If they don't show so, up, uh, the the Mohammed will go to the mountain. However. Yeah. So, do you guys want to go looking for that, or or do you want to do more research on the ship, or talk to the girl more? She's pretty exhausted. Would it help yeah. to do any more healing to her? Could certainly try. It is a new day. Okay. I get a six and a three, so nine. Good. Yes. That is a solid success. So you're able to uh, make her a little more comfortable. She is still in rather tremendous amount, amounts of pain, and obviously it'll take weeks for her to even you know, begin to recover, but she is stable now. So essentially out of the woods. And so you think she'd be better able to answer questions? Yes. Okay. Yes, she would. You know, not for too long, but certainly she, she can... Have a conversation. And did she tell us why she was in chains? No, she did not. Uh, okay, so why, why did well, you have the man? Didn't she say she was a hostage? She did. That is true. But a hostage for what? And she explains that, uh, as far as she can tell, the, cause the soldiers were sort of talking back and forth amongst themselves as they dragged her away. Uh, they took her specifically to prevent anyone from coming back and, and attacking them, and basically mounting any sort of defense. Uh, and the people of that town have been known to be spirited. She's been known to be spirited, in fact. So they wanted to make sure that everyone knew that she was, you know, confined and that that would, you know, that, that if they tried anything, she certainly could not get away. Very unpleasant. So, as she is answering this, Tali does happen to see some movement over one of the sand dunes, and she sees a tribe of green Martians approaching. I will signal to uh, my companions... Then look over my shoulder to make sure, sure they actually saw the signals because there are kind of vapes in the, in the sand here. <laughs> Indeed. 
incoming. All right. I will go forward and do the, you know, same sort of hands-out thing, offer water. Oh, wait, wait, no, 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 no. I've had time to explain to you that this clan is not a friendly clan. So uh, you can be friendly, but don't offer them water. But mm. why not? Because if I have to kill them, you'll get all upset. Well, what should I offer them then? Sand? Death. I'm not going to offer them death. I offer them some water. <sighs> it's my choice or death. <laughs> um, so, so they're actually quite some distance away. So as as Thul sort of walks forward, you see this uh, this sort of an advanced party of green men. So you see this and stop. Do they look heavily armed? Say what? Do they they look uh, uh, heavily armed, unusually so, I mean? Not unusually, no. But they are certainly well-armed. Well, you know... They they are usually well-armed. Right. We we, we go out armed because, you know, it's the middle of the desert. It's not a friendly Mm -hmm. place. They have all of their arms. (laughs) (laughs) Which is far less than they have on Barsoom. Mmm, true. Right. Well, so I'm not going to walk yeah. all the way over to them if they're still some distance away. So I'll I'll stop. I'll hold up the water. I'll hold up my hands to show that I'm not armed. One of them comes a little closer. Uh, it's a younger green man, actually. Uh, looks kind of like a greenhorn, so to speak. <laughs> green tusk, whatever. And. Approaches carefully. You get the feeling that he's the most expendable one. So is he, he wearing a red place. shirt? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> and is just kind of sidling up as though he doesn't quite know what's going on, and sort of reaches for the flask or the the, the water skin. Well, be, before before he takes it, you know, it's like greetings, friend. Yeah. I am Thul Malian. Um, Prince of Kellar Moraine, I uh, I greet you in friendship and offer you water. That is nice. He, he looks totally suspicious of this, but he reaches forward and takes the water and takes a swig, and then. And you can see the wheels going in his head, and then he looks down and grabs a flask and holds it out to you. Now, does does Thule try to do some douche broy things like high five and <laughs> Dude, pop his no. collar and stuff? No. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> I will take a swig from the flask. Okay. Which may contain it's, something really vile, but it's rather brackish water. You can tell it's water that you probably wouldn't want, but it's potable. Okay. I drink it. Okay. He's fairly impressed. Suck it up, brother. (laughs) I do. This is Mars, man. Water is not something you pass up. Mm Mm-hmm. So... So, Just take it like it's flavor. (laughs) (laughs) What brings you out to our desert? Um... 
we were on an expedition, but we have found something of great interest. It is said that your tribe contains elders of great wisdom. We were Indeed. hoping to consult one or more. <laughs> consult on what? If you will follow me, I will show you. He looks back nervously at his comrades, is there to say, oh, shit. <laughs> um, and then goes, he kind of shrugs, all right. So I take him and show him the egg. Okay. He's stunned. He, he's very surprised. And he starts to poke around the wreckage a little bit as if to figure out what the heck this craft is. I am sure my brother can tell you all about the craft at some time, but for now our major concern is this egg. We were hoping that perhaps one of your elders might know tales of such a thing. Hmm. By the way, have I mentioned that I am both attractive and noble? <laughs> he, he nods and says, I will bring him here. Thank you. And he walks off and brings back this, to your surprise, somewhat doddering green Martian. Very hey. old, hunched over, walking with a sort of Yoda-like. Hey, Thawi, you... These are your people. Do you want to, uh... They are not my people. Well, um... Very well. I will help you. I will be so, pleasant. This diplomacy stuff is harder than it looks. <laughs> yeah. How are you guys actually physically arranged? Because they're more than happy to deal with the Red Martian, but they see the, the Green Martian with suspicion. I will uh, rather uh, obviously, you know, visibly, so they're they're uh, reassured. Take uh, my my weapons that are you know, are slung across uh, across my shoulders, and mm -hmm. hang them on the, the saddle of my jalf steed. Ooh. Uh, therefore, tastefully attracting attention that on that steed is also a uh, a large armor of vornak uh, skin. Vornak skin uh, that is bundled up there. Nice. I will... Oh. Oh, uh, you dropped out. You dropped, Sophie. Yep, still dropped. Yep, she's coming back. Okay. Um, I will share water around. Ooh, you know, that that nice. good bonding thing. Look, we're all friends. We're all drinking the same water. <laughs> they are distrustful of the Green Martian, but are sufficiently curious by what the heck is going on here and why you, you folks are all together. That they're willing to listen. There we go. Okay. Uh, so yeah, they they can they can see that uh, I've killed a Vornag beast by, uh, mm. by myself. So that should uh, that should at least tell them to uh, uh, if they're going to attack to you know send more than one guy at a time. <laughs> yes. No, it tells them that you're a player character. That means they must always send one guy at a time. <laughs> That's true. Although honestly, if they had seen me hit the eggs, they would they would send their 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 puniest little guy you know with a spoon. <laughs> She didn't take many ranks in strength. 
Um, so, yes, they approach and ask, and, well, actually they don't even ask anything. They're just confused. There's one, that is this young Martian on the one side of this kind of doddering old green Martian. And they're just kind of coming up close, and he's looking at this egg curiously, and just kind of looking back at you as if to say, what's going on? This egg was dug from under the city of Peshad, and Mm. the inhabitants believe it is very bad, but they know little. We hope that your elders have preserved some of the tales of those who walked tall before us. Indeed. There are many tales of many strange things from before our time. There are tales of terrible creatures living beneath the sand and of their lying dormant for many, many, many years deep below. I cannot say what this is other than to say that it is indeed bad mojo. Have you any tales of uh, heroes slaying any such things before or destroying the eggs? All our tales simply say that once it... Hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Ah. Once the egg sees the sun, there is no stopping it. It will hatch. Oh, and then great. death. Oh, I hate death. Death comes to all of us. Death can come to the egg, too. This is really bad death. Like, like, really, really bad death. Like, bad. <laughs> so, As opposed to those good deaths, yes. So what's yes. in the egg? A tasty surprise? <laughs> it's full of Cadbury cream. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> A giant sugary treat. Tales are told of cities being consumed by a terrible, writhing thing. That is all I know. How about if we microwave it? (laughs) Do we have microwaves? Because every time I put an egg in the microwave, it just blows up. I'm now. Somebody actually probably does a like a giant microwave. I'm now not able or not allowed to use the microwave. Oh. Well, you you need to use that weird science ability of yours to build one out of the wreckage. <laughs> A giant microwave. There we go. Actually, tell you what, it is uh, past midnight here. Do you guys want oh. to finish this up next week? Sure. I'm up for it. Okay. 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 Same time, same place? Sure. Right here in the middle of the desert. Exactly. Sounds good to me. Cool. All right. Well, then we will reconvene at 9 Eastern next Sunday night. Let me 
check my calendar to double check and make sure that I don't have anything scheduled for that day. 